Welcome to Lesson 7 in the Exploring Jazz Improvisation series. These lessons are presented by Jazz Path Publishing. That's www.jazzpath.com. That's www.jazzpath.com. My name is Brian Kane. I'm the author of the book Constructing Melodic Jazz Improvisation, as well as some other books, Creative Jazz, Sight Reading, Jazz Style and Technique, um, and a couple of vocal books. Um, all the lessons we're going to talk about in this series are excerpted from Constructing Melodic Jazz Improvisation. And again, I hope if you like the concepts and ideas that we talk about, you'll take the time to buy the book um, from your local retailer or from jazzpath.com. I want to start by thanking all the nice people who sent me emails and contacted me regarding these podcasts and the book. Uh, people are really seeming to like it and appreciate the niche that it fills for melodic improvisation. If you have any questions, you can always feel free to email me at bkane, that's bkane at jazzpath.com, and I do try to answer as many as possible. Also, the questions that people ask are going to be addressed in future podcasts um, to help other people out. I hope you'll take the time also to share with your friends these podcasts to let other people know um, that they're available, that they're free. The more people who download them, the better for everybody. I don't make any money from these podcasts. I just want to help kids learn better. And if you're an adult learner, I want to help you too. So the topic for today's lesson is the use of pickups in improvisational phrasing. Now before we talk about pickups, I just want to review what I mean by improvisational phrasing. In earlier podcasts, we talked about using uh, two-bar phrasing. Um, and in that podcast, we also mentioned using improvisational phrases that are one bar in length or three bars in length. It's important for beginners and intermediate level players to be consciously aware of how long a phrase they play. You should never ever just play a phrase that goes on until you run out of steam or run out of technique. Uh, having a plan for your phrasing can help your solo be structured better and will certainly make it easier and more fun for listeners um, who you're playing for. So a phrase pickup is a series of notes that an improviser inserts before an improvisational phrase. So basically, let's talk about it this way. If you were going to play, uh, say, a 12-bar blues, and you were going to play three phrases within that 12-bar blues, and we were going to play each phrase was going to be three bars long, followed by a bar rest, which is a very, very common phrasing technique. So we'd have a phrase starting in bar one, a phrase starting in bar five, and a phrase starting in bar nine, which are the most common places where people start phrasings in blues. That would be a straight solo. If we wanted to add phrase pickups to that, what we'd do is we'd insert notes before the beginning of each of those phrases. Now this is a really great technique because where we formerly had phrases that started in bar 1, bar 5, bar 9, now we have phrases that start in bar 4, bar 8, and bar 12, which are places, first of all, there's not a lot of harmonic action going on, so it's going to anticipate the phrase and make the phrase go over the bar line. And also, we're now playing 4-bar phrases, but they're starting in a really unique, different place. Phrase pickups are just a wonderful tool for improvisers to use. They're a little bit complicated. This is one of those times where I'd have to refer you to the book because it's laid out in a very comprehensive chapter. It's really hard to talk about these without a visual cue, and you can get transcriptions of all these materials in the book. Um, but I'm going to try just the same because it's such an important topic. So the best way to approach this is going to be like this. We're going to first listen to a 12-bar blues solo that uses traditional three-bar phrasing. The phrase is going to start in bar 1, bar 5, and bar 9. Each phrase is going to be three bars long, and it's going to be followed by one bar of rest. It's a great simple solo to play. Here it goes.
Now, I know that that went by really fast because it's at a fast tempo, but basically what you heard was uh, me playing a three-bar phrase followed by a bar rest, followed by another three-bar phrase, followed by a bar rest, followed by another three-bar phrase, followed by a bar rest for one complete chorus. That solo did not have phrase pickups in it. Um, in the next solo that you're going to hear, we're going to add phrase pickups. So in this solo, we're going to have the exact same format. It's going to be a three-bar phrase, another three-bar phrase, and another three-bar phrase. Um, but instead of those bars of rest, we're going to use phrase pickups each one is going to be beginning on beat two so basically we're starting the phrase a bar early uh, here goes this is going to be played by a friend of mine Daniel Ian Smith on alto sax he can be reached at www.danielian.smith.com he's a great alto player and a great friend <laughs> I hope you could hear how subtle yet how incredibly profound that little change is within a, within a blues solo. We had the same three bar phrases happening starting in bar one, bar four, and bar nine, but each was preceded by a little short pickup. And what that does is it displaces the phrase, making it start early before the harmonic change happens, and has you playing over the bar line, anticipating the next phrase coming up in the harmonic change. It's a great technique. Now, this kind of phrasing doesn't just work on three bar phrases. Obviously, you could use this on one bar phrases and two bar phrases. On one bar phrases, it actually creates two bar phrases that happen over the bar line. And on two bar phrases, it actually creates three bar phrases that happen over the bar line. It's just a fantastic technique and one that you should explore a lot. Basically, here's how you do it. You'd make a, a map of your solo, say, write out a 12 bar blues um, and say, I'm going to play here and here and here as my main phrases. And then be before you play in those places, add little pickups that might be two, three beats long, um, so you can start anticipating it. It's actually very difficult to start to use phrase pickups in an improvised solo. Um, often improvisers aren't that conscious of where they are as far as location within form goes, plus they have a great difficulty anticipating phrases that they have not yet improvised. But as far as skills go, this is exactly what you want to be doing. Very often in improvisation, we spend a lot of time talking about how we can use harmony um, and dissonant sounding notes to add tension. But some of the best tension you're ever going to find in solos is done through phrasing tension. Um, and in order to create tension through phrasing, you have to master control. You have to master your ability to play when you play and when you want to play. I'm going to play you one more quick example of this type of phrasing. Again, it's going to use three-bar phrasings, but before each of the second two three-bar phrases, there's going to be a very short pickup starting on beat two. Um, it's a great technique to use. See if you can hear it in this solo. Once again, that highlighted exactly what we talked about before, a three-bar phrase with a three-beat pickup in front of it. It's going to be a challenge for you to practice this um, without notating out where you're going to play these phrase pickups, but I strongly encourage you to try to master this technique. Um, again, if you're a little confused at how it all works, I, I can't recommend enough checking out the book. Um, it's, there's a whole very, very in-depth chapter on using this. And the other important thing about phrasing pickups is it's going to be one of the techniques you're going to use not just in blues, but all the time in your solos. You're going to use it in bebop. You're going to use it in swing playing, playing standards, even playing in rock and roll. You use this kind of phrasing all the time. So it's something that improvisers should take the time to master. 
So now it's your turn. Um, as always, this at the end of this um, podcast is a free play-along track that is courtesy of Jazz Path Publishing. Your job is going to be to try to practice uh, phrasing, three-bar phrasing, two-bar phrasing, one-bar phrasing, but adding in a pickup before each phrase. It's a control exercise. Try to stick to the blues scale as a practice tool. And once you're confident with the blues scale, feel free to use harmonic improvisation. Um, all of the techniques that I've been talking about apply equally well to harmonic improvisation. They aren't just limited to the blues scale. And the book talks about this at, at great length, of course. Um, so feel free to leave the blues scale at any point and start exploring the great world of harmony that is out there. Hope you've enjoyed this lesson. I know it's a little bit more technical than the others have been. Um, it's one that relies a lot on visual cues and is taken directly from the book. Um, I hope you also enjoy the play along. Uh, as always, feel free to contact me if you have a question. I can address it in a future podcast if I don't get back to you right away. And help me spread the word. Um, I have some new podcasts coming out in the, in the next month or so. Um, and hopefully we'll continue to grow this and explore jazz improvisation together. Until then, hope you enjoy the playing. <laughs>